Aloha everyone and welcome to Just a Position, the podcast where we explore mental health, vulnerability, and personal life experiences featuring your favorite creators. So make sure you subscribe to the Just a Position YouTube channel and stream our podcast episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. But in this episode, I am one, not only alone without a guest because I figured we could do a solo episode, but two, I am in freaking Web Summit all the way in Lisbon, freaking Portugal. It's kind of wild being here and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about like why the hell I'm even here and what what I'm doing sitting in a podcast space recording this for you guys. But yeah, basically I have been in Europe for the past, oh man, how long have I been here? I think one and a half to two weeks I've been in Europe so far. This is actually my second time in Lisbon, Portugal and I'm here at Web Summit and if you guys are watching the video then you'll see that it says I'm a mother freaking speaker at this event. It's really wild and I honestly am, you know, concerned for the mental well-being of the people who asked me to speak at this conference because I literally don't know what I can contribute to the conversations around, you know, every kind of topic that they explore here. Because if you don't know what Web Summit is, it is this ginormous conference where diplomats, UN representatives, government leaders, um, tech CEOs come from all around the world to Lisbon, Portugal, and where they can listen to speeches, um, conferences, network with other people in the tech space, and figure out how they can better utilize technology to create global change, whether it's on a social impact level, whether it's on a technology and accessibility level, or whether it's influencing politics and political decisions, like so much major shit happens at this event. And so not only is it, you know, just an incredible opportunity to be here, but they asked me to speak on three different panels while I'm here. And, you know, I was able to come to this last year, which was a little bit more in the middle of COVID. Um, it wasn't the middle of COVID, but it was like right when events were just opening up. And last year it was so chill. It was very quiet. Um, it was an amazing opportunity, but I was like, oh, this is like very chill, very slow paced. This year, holy shit, there are so many incredible people. I literally was at a dinner last night where I was talking to like the founder of Ecosia, which is a search engine that I've always used where for every Google search, it helps to plant trees around the world. I was talking to the actress Lily Vanderwoodson. Um, she plays Lily Vanderwoodson in Gossip Girl, which is like my number one show of all time. I've watched it like four times over. We're chatting for like a few hours. I was talking to the mayor of Lisbon last night. Like this event is so major and as incredible of, a, of an opportunity as it is for me to be here, I can't help but like look at myself and being like, what is my dusty, crusty ass YouTuber self doing at an event like this? But it's, it's so amazing. And yesterday I was able to speak on a panel. I'll insert some video clips here. I was able to speak, um, I guess it wasn't a panel. I was being interviewed about my personal experiences within the skincare space and the influencer space and what my learning lessons have been along the way and talking about how we can better integrate social impact into the content that I create as well as just in general how we can integrate purpose into business practices. It was really cool. There's so many people. I got to meet a bunch of you guys afterwards. It was so amazing to meet you and take pictures and all of that. It's, it's just cool to see that even in Lisbon, um, you know, randomly around the world, there are people who are really passionate about skincare content and do watch my content. So thank you to everyone who showed up and said hi to that. And, you know, in this episode, I'll get to kind of like the topic I want to dissect later, but I want to tell you guys a few stories from not only this Europe trip, but what has happened even while I've been at Web Summit. Last night, it was so funny. So I got invited to this dinner um, where they said that we were going to be having a roundtable discussion. Now, if you don't know what a roundtable discussion is, it's basically where 
yeah, maybe you guys have done it in school. Like we basically just arrange your chairs in a circle and you're able to talk and exchange ideas and debates and have a conversation with other people dissecting a specific topic. And it's really cool to do a roundtable at a conference like this because you're just surrounded by intellectuals and people who are experts within their own fields and industries. And you can get some really valuable insights into so many different topics and so I was invited to be a part of a roundtable and I was like oh my god this is gonna be so much fun it'll be chill I can't wait to just sit back and listen to like what people's opinions are and the topic of the roundtable discussion was defining purpose and integrating purpose within business and within um, content that we create because a lot of the people at this dinner and at this roundtable convention were content creators and so I like get to the convention they invite me in it's at this like beautiful like uh, old-fashioned palace and there's like cocktails and it's, it's lovely I'm having like a few top cocktails myself so I'm like oh you know it's time to relax I finished with my panel um, I'm all good and uh, they come up to me and they let me know like hey you know um, you're gonna be in this round table get ready they bring me over to the round table well actually I just go over to sit at the round table and a huge CEO is like sitting right next to me who I'm aware of um, and very much admire and respect he's sitting right next to me um, and he's like, hey, so I heard you're leading this panel. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm leading the round table. He was like, yeah, you're, you're going to be directing it, right? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And he's like, look at the sign. And I turned to my right and there's this big ass sign with my name in huge block letters saying Hiram Yarbrough, you know, leading the round table discussion. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I had no idea. I literally have nothing prepared. I don't know how the hell this is going to work. I haven't even been briefed on like a topic that I'm going to dissect. And within that moment, I look back over at the group and everyone in the group including Kelly, who played Lily Vanderwoodson from Gossip Girl, who I admire so much. They're all sitting and staring at me and waiting for me to start the discussion. And I'm like, uh... So I had never pulled out something out of my ass so quickly. Um, I do, you know, uh, the anxiety kicked in uh, at a million miles per hour. And I still to this day don't know what I said, but I apparently led... What they said was a really good discussion and apparently it was enjoyable, uh, but the whole time I just kind of went blind with fear because I was like, oh my God, I am surrounded by all these people who are way, way bigger of an expert in anything that I am and I'm expected to direct this. But it was a really good time. I had a great discussion. We were talking about integrating purpose into what we do. And I thought it was a really interesting thing and something that I want to talk about in this episode as well um, because in the ideas and kind of the concepts that we were discussing, I was like, oh my God, this brings up so many good points that I feel like is perfect to talk about on this podcast um, and kind of get your guys' thoughts and ideas on because it's something I'm really passionate about and fits into like exactly what I've been trying to do on my channel and what I've been trying to do with my brand, Selfless by Hiram. But I really want to get your guys' thoughts on it as well. And then I'm going to interject some like stories from this Europe trip because, oh my God, guys, let me tell you, this Europe trip has been so chaotic. And literally three days into it, I was like, I want to go home. You know that TikTok audio? That was me three days in. But anyway, so the panel discussion that we had and what I want to get your guys' thoughts on, we were talking about is purpose necessary in creating content and is having a purpose necessary to use business to create positive global change. And I think this is really interesting and something that caused initially a lot of self-reflection for me because even looking back on my own personal journey on YouTube and creating content, I was like, you know, 
what has been my purpose? Like, did I define that from the very beginning? Did I know what I was getting into and what exactly I wanted to do? And is purpose something that's necessary as a content creator? And my thoughts on it are kind of like, first, I think having a purpose really is necessary when it comes to creating content because, you know, as someone who views content, and I'm sure you guys do too, I feel like we're attracted to people who resonate you know, principles, standards, morals, ethics, and ideologies that we want to replicate, or at the very minimum, that we want to have in our life and surround ourselves with when, the pe when it comes to the people that we interact with. Like, I know for myself, I love watching content creators who have a standard for something, who are willing to say no, who are willing to, you know, do what's best for their audience, who prioritize the trust of the people who are watching them more than anything, and really stick to guidelines that they've set for themselves. Whether or not I personally agree with them or I personally see their viewpoint, I just love it when people have standards and have that really defined purpose. And one thing I thought that was really interesting, and I think might be helpful for anyone who's watching this who might be considering like creating content online, because I have so many people on a day-to-day -day basis come up to me and say, how do I grow online? How can I you know, build a platform, build a career for myself? What am I supposed to do? I'm trying to follow the trends. I'm trying to like do all these TikTok ideas and do all these audios and try to you know, replicate whatever I'm seeing online. And I really think that for me personally, with the first year and a half that I was online, you know, I grew by like, I think I had 1,500 subscribers, 2,000 subscribers in the first year and a half that I was creating content. Very slow burn, very slow growth, of which I'm really grateful for because it taught me a lot of lessons. But during that time, I didn't have a defined purpose as to why I wanted to create content, what I wanted to do online. Yes, I wanted to, you know, educate about skincare and create content that I really enjoyed making, but I didn't have a really defined purpose for myself where I said, who do I want to help? What difference do I want to make? How do I want my content to positively impact the world? And how do I want, how do I want to connect with the people who are watching my content so that you know, we can have a positive relationship? And it wasn't until a year and a half in to creating content where I kind of had you know, like a, a come to Jesus moment where I was like, Hiram, what the hell have you been putting all this time and energy into YouTube for? Like, what is your goal with this? What, what impact do you want to make? And that's when I was really able to ask myself those questions and create a really defined purpose of saying, you know what? I want to help people become more confident. I want them to feel better in their own skin. I want them to learn the importance of self-care, taking care of their own health, and the meditative benefits that come with doing a daily skincare routine. And I want, you know, more than anything, to at least, at the very minimum, have my videos and content leave a smile on people's face that helps them get through their day a little easier, that helps them feel better about whatever they're going into, or just provide a, you know, a small distraction. And I didn't know how beneficial that was going to be when, for example, COVID started up. Like, that was crazy because so many of us were at home, so many of us were watching so much content, and that was really my prime. Having that defined purpose ahead of time before COVID started really allowed me to hone in on that so that I could hopefully create content that would help people throughout the course of, you know, very, very stressful COVID. And I noticed pretty instantaneously that once I de defined that purpose, that's when I was able to see my own personal growth. And that's when I was able to see my content, you know, start to make an impact, which means more than anything. 
And so I think to anyone out there who is, you know, interested in starting a channel, interested in, you know, pursuing content creation or even interested in doing something big with their life, whether it's a goal or a dream that you want to leave an impact, you have a dream career you want to pursue, whatever it may be, it is really critical and important that you really define your purpose and understand what it is before you jump into these things, before you start investing your time and energy um, into so many different pursuits without understanding what that purpose is like it's it's going to serve you in so many ways so i thought it was really interesting as i was looking back and realizing in that conversation like wow purpose really does matter but i think even further than that what i've noticed has helped me a lot in really feeling like my life has a purpose and something that i think is an important question and point that we should all kind of ask ourselves is even with our own personal defined purpose, what's a greater purpose that we can align ourselves with that can keep us going and moving forward during difficult times, during periods of time or situations where there may be ethical or moral, you know, uh, difficulties that we're facing. If it's if it's you know feeling uh drawn or you know uh torn between two different decisions one or which might be more ethical or more moral than the other you know whether that's in your job in your life in your relationships or whether you know that's something bigger like when it comes to business decisions making a greater impact whatever it may be i think it is important to kind of stand back and realize like what is the greater purpose that i can be a part of now, for me personally, for example, that has always been helping people, trying to help others in order to make the world a little bit of a better place, um, wanting to help protect the earth, protect the planet, do whatever I can to really make sure that environmentally we're protected as well, and talk about social issues and, and conversations that I think need to be have, had, <laughs> have had, uh, vice versa. Tomato, tomato, whatever. <laughs> um, I think it's important that for me, I stay aligned with that purpose because even in the midst of my personal purpose, say for like my YouTube channel, like creating skincare content, as much as I like love you guys, as much as I enjoy making YouTube content and it's something that I'm so passionate about, um, there are days and there are moments where sometimes that's, that's not enough to push me through some of the most difficult moments. Um, as passionate as I am about skincare, you know, as passionate as I am about creating content, sometimes on days, you know, especially when I've experienced depression or depressive episodes, it just, it's not quite enough to get me through that moment. And so aligning myself with a greater purpose, like helping others, has made such a positive impact in my life because for me, the thing that can get me out of bed in the morning, the thing that can keep me going, is being involved in work that positively impacts others' lives. For example, if you guys don't know Selfless by Hiram, my, my skincare brand, um, we've partnered with two nonprofit organizations, one called The Thirst Project that provides people with clean drinking water, and the other, Rainforest Trust, that protects rainforest from deforestation all around the world. You know, we've been able to protect over 200,000 of acres of rainforest from deforestation. You guys have done that. You have made that impact. And for me, that singular number or statistic has pushed me forward during so many difficult times where in moments where I'm like, I am so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed, how am I going to continue doing this? Like, fuck this, I'm so exhausted, I'm so tired. When I'm able to remember and realize that like, 
remember that what you've been able to help build is actively protecting rainforests from deforestation and protecting our earth, that it's actively providing people with clean drinking water for life. Um, being able to be a part of that in whatever capacity is the thing that keeps me going because I'm like, you know what, even if I feel like shit, even if my life feels like shit right now, and even if I don't want to keep moving forward, like being able to be a part of something that is helping uplift and change so many other people's lives really is that final push that makes me be like, you know what, let me push through this difficult moment. Let me keep pushing forward and let's figure out like how I can get past this. And that's really invaluable to me. And that's why I think it's so important that everyone really takes time to figure out what their own personal purpose is, as well as a bigger purpose that can help them feel like they're a part of something bigger. And I think everyone has something, whether or not you've discovered it. Because I've talked to a lot of people as well who are like, Hiram, I haven't found my purpose. Um, I, I, don't, I don't feel passionate about something. I don't feel driven by something. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't feel that connection to something. Where do I find it? And it, that's totally normal. That's totally fine. Like, for a long time, a, a big portion of my life, I felt very directionless and where I was like, you know what? I don't really feel driven by something. I don't feel in alignment with a greater purpose. I don't feel like I'm contributing to something bigger than myself. And thankfully, I was able to find out how to do that by being a part of, you know, charity work and nonprofit work and, you know, making an impact through organizations. Um, but it looks different for everyone. And my biggest recommendation, too, and, you know, I'm still young. I'm still learning. But if there's one thing I feel like I've been able to learn really well is how to build passions, how to find things that you're really interested in and passionate about and drive you and align you with that, with whatever your purpose is. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is that no one discovers their passion or their purpose overnight. It's not something that you just instantaneously feel or this like, aha, you know, where the angels come down from the sky and the heavens open and you have, you know, written in bold, bold letters in the sky exactly what your purpose is like that's just not how it fucking works i wish it was because goddamn, that would be a lot easier and it would have saved me a lot of time <laughs> but that's just not how it works you know everyone has to find it in their own way but the consistency that i've noticed in finding passions and finding your purpose is to get involved in as many hobbies activities uh, just things to do as possible. That's the biggest thing I've noticed when it comes to people discovering their passions is they started randomly painting one day just for fun because they were invited to like a painting class or something. You know, after that they were like, huh, that was pretty fun. That was enjoyable. They start doing it more and more, keep consistent with it. And a few years later, that's when they realize like, oh my God, this is what I've meant to do. Like, this is my passion. This is my purpose. And it was literally, that's how it was for me too. Like, I remember... The first time I got involved in global humanitarian work, it initially was something I was very hesitant against and something that I really didn't want to do because I was a selfish teenager and very self-absorbed and not the best person. Like, honestly, I would have, you know, drop kicked myself back then if, if I met the teenager I was today because I was just so self-absorbed at that point in my life. And I was so hesitant to do any type of like charitable work and humanitarian work and all that stuff because I was just like, ugh, I don't care about other people. I know, total asshole. And then I did it for the first time. I was able to do some charitable work. And in the moment, I was like, oh my God, why do I feel good? Like, why does it feel so amazing to help other people? And why does it feel so incredible to see the positive impact it's making on their life? 
whatever it is. And I started to do it more and more slowly. And that's when I realized, like, holy fucking shit. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. This is my purpose. Like, I, I finally discovered it. But it took years to figure that out. And I've talked to people who, in trying to find their purpose, they're just like, I just, like, nothing resonates. Nothing's working. I can't find what fits. And, and I encourage you and implore you to, like, be patient and just try as many things as you can. Like, I think one of the beautiful things about life is being able to just try so many new things, whether it's things in nature, like sports and activities, or whether it's things online, like content creation, making YouTube videos, or if it's, you know, um, painting, the arts, sculpture, like, literally it could be anything. Um, one of the beautiful things about life is getting to try as many things as you can. And if you are someone who you can't find your purpose, you don't know what your passion is, you just don't feel like you align with anything, try as many things as possible. Because chances are, one of those things, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. Like, I, I enjoy this. I'm having a good time. Uh, and then with consistency and with practice and with doing it more and more and more, you'll be able to discover that, like, shit, this is my passion. This is my purpose. This is, this is what I'm meant to do. And I want to ask you guys, like, for any of you guys who have discovered, like, what your passion is or what your purpose is, like, comment down below how you figured that shit out because I'm genuinely curious. Everyone has their own individual path and how they discovered whatever, like, they love to do or really enjoy doing. And I'd be curious to hear, like, not only what your passions or purpose you've discovered is, but also the way that you discovered it. Like, what, what kind of tipping points happened in order to help you discover whatever you love to do or whatever you feel like you're meant to do. And kind of in line with that too, like I, I also want to ask you guys like what your thoughts are on this too. I guess you could call this podcast episode like a round table discussion, just the round table being the comment section because I'd love to hear from you guys. But I think with as much as I think it is important to find a passion, to find a purpose, I also think that there is somewhat like a, a toxic positivity narrative around finding meaning, finding purpose, finding something that has to drive everything you do. Because I also similarly feel like while that is such a cool and enjoyable experience, it's okay if you don't experience that. It's okay if you don't find that. And it doesn't mean your life is worthless if you haven't been able to find a purpose or a passion that absolutely drives you. And it's tricky because I think the pinnacles of success and the people that we're constantly seeing that really are promoted as by society as like the most successful people, the people that we want to be just like, the people that we should look up to, those people tend to be the ones that have honed into their passion or purpose so intensely that it literally drives almost everything that they do and it's what they have become recognized as. But that's not the experience, oops, my gosh, I hit the mic. But that's not the experience for everyone, you know? Like, not everyone has that experience and it's okay because I think life should be at some level eclectic too. Life should be something that we shouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves to find a roadmap for. I think that's the beauty of life, that it doesn't have a roadmap, that with life we can go whatever direction 
at any time. We can try whatever, we can do whatever, and that we don't have to have it so structured in a way that limits any thinking or any curiosity or exploration beyond that. Like, so, for example, I dropped out of college. College dropout here. Hey, I don't recommend dropping out of college. If you already go to college, I highly recommend finishing it. But for me, it just wasn't worthwhile because I was literally broke. I could not afford it at all. I didn't have any support throughout college. And I was about to be homeless. And I just felt that, you know, with me studying entrepreneurship, it wasn't necessary for me to have a degree. And I'm really glad that I made that decision because I don't think I ever would have started a YouTube channel had I not dropped out of school. But one of the things that I kind of, that drives you crazy about traditional education is that it lays out a very specific, very boxed in and very closed-minded roadmap for individuals with kind of this facade of a guarantee for success. And I know this isn't a new idea by any means, but as someone who has kind of like personally been through that process, I've seen how so many individuals' creativity, innovation, and inspiration gets completely bulldozed by the societal pressure and intensity that we feel from not only schools, not only our families, but also, you know, businesses and educators, that it's like you have to follow this path if you want to see any type of financial success. And if you stray from that, you're not going to be financially successful. And obviously, financial success, ability, success, <laughs> financial success means happiness. Like, duh, obviously, right? <laughs> Every time. It's, it's ridiculous. And, um, and I, I see so many people's individuality just be completely conformed to these standards of, like, what we're supposed to do, graduate and get this degree and blah, 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 when that isn't what they're meant to do. And obviously, education and going that traditional route can be so beneficial for some people, and some people really find an amazing fit with it. And I think that's incredible. And I think it's a great option if you're not really sure what direction you want to go in. But at the same time, I, I think it's so toxic to have this very curated roadmap through education that is expected and we all need to conform to if we want to see any type of success within our future. And it also begs the question of like, is financial success really what a successful life entails? And I think, I think it's completely, you know, those two are exclusive from each other. Like there's not necessarily meaning and purpose found within a life filled with financial success. Um, I just don't think they're, you know, mutually exclusive and, and, Regardless of that whole discussion, because that's a whole other discussion as well, I think that it's unhealthy for us to put this pressure on ourselves to find this purpose, find this meaning um, within this specific roadmap that we feel the societal pressure and expectation to fulfill when that might not be our own individual life experience. And I think one of the beautiful aspects of life is our ability to just go whatever direction we want to and whatever way we feel is most meaningful. Like, I think, I think it's a beautiful aspect of that. And I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that as well. Like, if you personally feel like it's necessary to find a purpose, to find meaning, if that is kind of like what the blueprint is and should be every time, or if it's not. Like, if, that, if you don't feel that it's a necessary part of living life, if you don't feel like it is needed in order to have a worthwhile and really 
enjoyable lives. Like, I don't know. Tell me what you guys think, because I'm genuinely curious as someone who I would say I've found a good amount of passions and I have found a purpose, if you feel like that's necessary. Oh my God, as usual, we're getting super deep into these conversations, but that's one of the reasons I love this podcast. I can always just talk really deeply and go, I don't know, balls into topics that I normally wouldn't be able to on my normal YouTube channel with skincare content. But I kind of want to like finish up by telling you just the pure chaos that this trip has had um, since I've gotten to Europe. So basically happened on this trip like the primary purpose of this trip was to come to web summit i'm so glad i'm able to be here because it's been so incredible um but i was like you know what? if i'm going to be coming to portugal i may as well stop by a few other countries as well so i wanted to stop by paris because i've never been to france before and i was like this is the perfect opportunity to just be in paris for a few days i was planning to go to, go to london afterwards to do some work um for a few days as well and then come to portugal afterwards gucci all good that's the plan good time uh, so I fly from Denver, Colorado to France and we stopped in Boston along the way and we ended up figuring out that our luggage never arrived in France. And I was like, you know what, this has happened before. I think I've lost my baggage like three, four times this year already. I know how this goes. It'll be fine. I don't think it's like a worst case scenario type of situation. They tell us that we'll have the baggage the next day. We didn't get the baggage for six days and basically we kept getting told that it was coming every single individual day and it wasn't and so it meant that we had to spend a crazy amount of money on travel changes on airbnb changes flight changes one of the people in our group literally had to fly to portugal to try and find the luggage where it was supposedly fly back to france only to be rejected by them and saying that we're not going to get the luggage and we had to fly from back from London early, like it was the biggest mess in the world. And three days into the trip, I was like, okay, I don't want to be ungrateful because being in Europe is so freaking cool. Like it's fun. But if you've ever like worn the same outfit, like four days in a row, essentially, and not had, you know, all your, your products with you and you're in a place that you've never been before, it's, it was, it was a lot of stress. It, it was not the most fun time, I will admit. And uh, I think on day four or five is when I was like in my room by myself, getting all emotional, just like, oh, I want to go home. I'm done with this. I'm so done. The only thing that was keeping me in Europe was coming to Web Summit. And honestly, since coming here, it has been the trip, the whole trip has been so worth it. Even with the chaos and the adventures that we had, it's been so incredible being here because. You know, when you're in an environment where you're just surrounded by people who inspire you and motivate you to be a better person, Web Summit is like that on crack. Like, it is to the next level, like, so incredible to be able to meet people who are just making incredible things happen and trying to change the world and dedicating their lives to all these things that are bigger than themselves. And it makes you feel so insignificant and small in the most inspiring of ways because it's such a good, refreshing reminder of, like, damn, like... I don't mean shit, like, I, I, I'm doing so little, like, look at all these people who are doing incredible things, like, I want to do that, I want to be just like them, like, how can I connect with them and learn from them and figure out what they're doing so that I can also make an impact in the way that they are, like, it's so freaking cool, and it's, it's a reminder to me the importance of surrounding yourself with people who inspire and motivate you to be better people, obviously events like this are kind of a magnified version of that, but 
I've learned that lesson in my life in so many different ways to just surround yourself with people who really do motivate you to be better. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Um, I think that's been a really important learning lesson while I've been here. And just, I think it's always good to just surround yourself with people who are wanting to have these bigger conversations, who are wanting to think more deeply about life, who push you to be a better person, to, who push you know your intellect and your mind to think about these things that you haven't thought about before. And of course, push you to find a passion and purpose if that's the direction you're wanting to go. But anyways, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. It was so much fun. It's so cool doing this here in Web Summit. If you guys haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Just Position YouTube channel and stream the episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I will see you in the next episode. I love you guys. Thank you.